1: Email marketing rocks. Sending emails, super effective. But guess what? Subscribers aren't clones. They're unique with different tastes and different habits. So you're going to have to ditch the generic emails. You're going to need to get personal because not all subscribers are cut from the same cloth. They've got different needs and different vibes, And this really affects how they respond to your emails. If you're wondering how, segmentation. Segmentation, when it comes to your email list, is a game changer. Hello and welcome to another episode of Digital Marketing Made Simple. I'm your host, Jenny Lyon, and today I'm excited to jump into email segmentation strategies that you can use to target the right audience with your emails. Let's jump into up-leveling your email game. So I thought I would outline what we're going to cover today so you kind of have a roadmap. So first up, I'm going to talk about why email list segmentation is so important, the types of segmentation, how you can craft segmentation criteria, personalization techniques, tools and platforms that you can use, common pitfalls that you'll want to avoid, and I'll have a little bit of homework that you can put into action and make a huge difference in your business. So let's jump into it. So first things first, why should you bother with segmenting your email list? So let's start off by breaking down the perks. So segmentation lets you tailor your content to your different subscriber groups. So this really helps you to address their specific challenges, needs, desires, goals. You get the idea. And it also makes your subscribers feel valued. It makes them feel understood and it boosts satisfaction and loyalty. So it really builds that get-to-know-you, get-to-like-you, get-to-trust-you factor. And when you personalize your emails, then your subscribers are more likely to open and click through. And according to Campaign Monitor, segmented campaigns have up to 14% higher of an open rate and a whopping 100% higher click through rate. So what does that mean? The better that your list is segmented, the better engagement and more traffic that you're going to get. So the end game of marketing is really to convert your subscribers into loyal fans and customers. And you really want to make that revenue roll in. So nurturing your leads does build trust, and it moves them through your sales funnel. So the more segmented and targeted you can get your email campaigns, the better. So email list segmentation is your secret weapon for email marketing. It really does make your emails more personal. It can supercharge your performance, and it can really drive your conversions and your revenue through the roof. Next up, let's dig into all of the different types of segmentation that you can use. So first things first, how do you segment your email list? What criteria do you use to divide your subscribers into smaller groups? So there are a lot of different ways that you can segment your email list, and a lot of these ways depend on your goals, the data that you collect, and who your audience is. But I thought I would go through some of the most common types of segmentation that you can use for your email list. So the first way that you can segment your email list is by demographic. So this is the simplest and the most basic type of segmentation, and it's really based on variables such as age, location, gender, education, occupation, marital status. You get the idea. These variable variables are really easy to collect and measure, and they can help you understand the general characteristics of your subscribers. So for instance, you could split your email list by location and then shoot out different emails to folks that are in different countries or even different cities. Or you could shake things up by slicing and dicing based on age. So millennials might get one flavor of your email, Gen Xers another, baby boomers could get another special treatment type email. Next up is behavioral segmentation. This one's one of my favorites. So this is a more advanced and dynamic type of segmentation, which is really based on subscriber actions and their engagement patterns. So these are things to think about when you're segmenting by behavior. So you want to think about email open rates, clicks, buys, downloads, signups, those type of things. So we're talking about tracking and analyzing their movements to break your email list down based on what your audience likes. So for instance, you could split them up by purchase history, sending different emails to those who've splurged versus those who haven't, or people that have a thing for a certain type of product. So I do this a lot with my own email list because we offer so many different services under the digital marketing umbrella. If someone comes in you know, to my list and they're interested in websites, then I start to segment them, hmm, this person is really interested in websites. And I start to send them more valuable content that can help them with anything to do with their website. Next step is psychographic segmentation, and this is really the most complex and sophisticated type of segmentation, which is based on subscribers' interests, values, attitudes, opinions, personalities, lifestyles, that type of thing. So these type of variables, they're a lot harder to collect and measure, but they can help you to understand the deeper motivation and those really deep needs of your subscribers. So, for example, you can segment your email list by interests and then send emails to subscribers who are interested in different topics. So, you may have people on your list who are interested in, say, sports, others that are interested in music or travel. You can also segment your email list and send them valuable emails that have different belief structures built in. So it could be environmental, social, or even political. And there are some types of segmentation that you can use that you can combine together to create different types of segmentation. This really allows you to be very, very specific and you could refine your segments so you're not just stopping at demographics or behaviors you're really pulling those things together so if you really are interested in being able to send emails out to women who purchased x that would be a great thing to segment your list for that way you really are hitting them with gender and purchase history or you could do something like gender and location But the secret sauce is the more that you can slice and dice your email list, the more that you can personalize the content. And that's really going to speak to your audience if they open an email or they get an email that just feels like it was curated just for them. Next up is how to decide what is the perfect segment. So now that we've talked about the different types of segmentation, you really have to figure out which recipe is going to work best for your business. So here's how to pick the right ingredients for your email list. So first things first, you want to get your goals straight. So you want to spend a little bit of time figuring out what you want from your email list. Are you trying to get them to check out a new product? Are you trying to get them to sign up for a consultation? Are you looking to get more sales? The more defined your goals are, the more that you'll be able to segment the list. So if you are aiming for more product sales, then you'll want to segment the list into those people who have already shown some sort of interest or bought similar items. Now you can choose data points that match the goals. So what information do you have that can help you to make Really meaningful segments. So if you really sit down and you think about your subscribers, what are their behaviors? What feedback have you received? What are their preferences? So if you want more email engagement then segment by open rates and click-through rates or even feedback scores. So I have a lot of clients that we do this with where we send very particular emails to a segment of their list that is very active and It works really, really well. Next up is you want to find that sweet spot, but you don't want to go overboard. Balance is really key. So how many segments do you really need, right? So I just worked with a client last week, and I do a lot of their email marketing, and I had been asking them if we could clean up their segmentation for a long time, because whenever I go in there to send a campaign... There's literally like 202 segments, and it is a headache, and we just didn't need that many segments. It was just wasting time, so you want to make sure that you don't have so many segments that it's overwhelming, it's a headache, you're not really sure who's in which segment, so you really want to make sure that you have just a few segments that really make sense for your audience, so whether you're segmenting them by purchase frequency, recency, value, whatever behavior make sure that you're only sticking to you know a few that way it'll be really easy for you to get your campaigns out to the right audience and these tips should help you whip up some segments that will work like magic on your email list next up is personalization oh my goodness Here are some really fun techniques that we use to personalize our email segments So the first one is dynamic content. So dynamic content and personalized tags, they're kind of like magic wands that you can use to turn a basic message into a really personalized one. So dynamic content really adapts to each of your segments and it makes sure that every subscriber gets this custom experience. So it could be things from tweaking images that adjust offers and it crafts an email that hits the right note for the right individual. So here's a good example. Picture an online store with various products. Thanks to dynamic content, tech enthusiasts might see the latest gadgets, while fashion lovers might get a peek at the newest clothing. One email, diverse content. This way you can really tailor it to everyone's liking. So this can work in any industry. So for mine, mine for example, if I have someone on my list who's interested in, again, websites, that's the type of dynamic content they would get. If they're more interested in social media services or email marketing, they would get different content. Next up is doing really personalized subject lines. So the subject line is the opening act of your email show. It's that one chance that you get to grab the audience's attention. So personalized subject lines that are really tuned in to each subscriber can really boost your open rate and pull the recipient into your email story. So according to a recent study by Experian, personalized subject lines can increase open rates by over 26%. So you could use personalization tags to include the subscriber's name or their location. You know, something like, hey, John, check out these deals that we have for you in New York City. Or happy birthday, Sarah, here's a special gift just for you. And you can also use dynamic content to include relevant information or offers in your subject lines. So it could be something like, hey, Sarah, you left something in your cart. Don't miss out with a 20% off coupon, that type of thing. And when the subject line matches the personalized content, then it really creates this seamless flow that keeps your audience hooked. They're just, ah, this is incredible. So another example is if you imagine a travel agency, you could tailor your subject lines based on past destinations. So a beach lover might like to see an email that says something like, escape to the sun, exclusive beach getaways awaits you, that type of thing. It not only catches the eye, but it speaks directly to what we already know your recipients love. Next is to watch your recipient behavior. So recipient behavior, that is the key, the key to the email kingdom. When you understand how your subscribers interact with your emails, whether it's clicking on links, it's engaging with content, it's making a purchase, this information really unlocks the potential for targeted and relevant follow-ups. So here's an example that we put into play last week. Um, We have a client that has a subscription service. So we noticed that a group were really loving a lot of productivity tips that we were putting out. So the next email that we put inside their sequence was really offering them exclusive insights into boosting work efficiency. And it shows that, you know, we are into what you are into. And that email had an extremely high open rate. Next up are the tools and platforms that you need for effective email list segmentation. So as you probably know, there are a ton of email marketing systems out there. I thought I would kind of just run through some of them. Chances are you probably use one of these. If not, you might want to check them out. First up is MailChimp. So MailChimp is very user-friendly. The interface is easy to use for pretty much anyone, whether even if you're new to email marketing, and it really lets you seamlessly split your audience based on various criteria. So you can really turn your segmentation process into a really easy process that you can utilize. HubSpot. HubSpot's another platform that we use with a lot of clients. It offers dynamic list segmentation, so this really does ensure that your messages hit the right notes for each segment of your audience, and you can create this really, really fine-tuned harmony that's going to resonate with your audience. Constant Contact. Constant Contact's another one we use for a lot of clients. And it's not only about grabbing headlines, but it has some really great, reliable performance list segmentation tools in it. And this is one of the tools that I use on a weekly basis for a client. And I love that it has the ability to just easily send particular emails to people who have opened emails like it before. So that really makes it an invaluable resource to check out. I love Active Campaign. Active Campaign is one of my favorites, and it offers a wide range of segmentation features. I have a client where we do a lot of different types of automations where if someone bought one product, we have an automation that starts that offers them a product that goes along with it, and a lot of other campaigns as well. Okay, next up is avoiding those common pitfalls. So when we talk about list segmentation, There's a lot of movement here, and even the pros can really find that it can be a little bit confusing here and there. So let's just dig into some of the pitfalls that I see people fall into. So the first is overcomplicating the segmentation. This is a big one. I see this almost every time that I log into someone's account. I'm like, what is happening here? (laughs) Why do we have 100 different segments? Or why do we have 17 lists? You want to keep it simple. Your list segmentation needs to be meaningful and actionable. And while it might sound smart to have your list segmented into 18 lists and 100 different segments, it's really not because it can lead to a communication mess. So again, keep it simple, keep it meaningful, keep it actionable when it comes to your segments. Next step is keep your data on point because in online marketing, data is key and neglecting it can really steer your ship off course. So outdated information is going to mess up your segment and it's going to lead to misguided campaigns. So make sure that you're keeping your data clean, that you're regularly auditing your email and also make sure that you're updating your email list. Next up is to watch your subscriber actions. So this is something I see a lot as well, where people kind of ignore what their subscribers are doing. And that's kind of like driving blindfolded. So you wanna keep your finger on the pulse of open rates, click-through rates, interactions, because these key metrics are really guiding stars for you. And if you ignore them, then your segmentation will probably miss the mark. So you wanna make sure that you're always adjusting based on your audience. Next up is you have to adapt. So smooth sailing means adapting to changes, right? So anytime, you know, I used to own a sailboat and you very much know that even if you want to go this way, If the sailboat is faced that way, you are tipping over. So smooth sailing means you have to be quick to adapt. And you want to make sure that you have a flexible plan. I see a lot of people are like, no, this is the plan. I'm sticking with the plan. But it doesn't work that way in marketing. You really have to be able to adapt That's a common mistake I see. Your audience is going to change. Their preferences change. Their industries are going to shift. Seasons impact engagement. You have to stay flexible and make sure that you're segmenting your list to follow that. And of course, one of my favorite things to say, test and improve. If you skip testing and tweaking, then again, it's like sailing without a map. So make sure that you're A-B testing. Look at your results tweak your strategy. Missing this step means missing chances to really improve your campaigns over time. So you want to kind of sail around these pitfalls and really follow these these simple tips. Really good practical guidance there. Alright, so here's a few other things that you can do if you want to jot these down. I try to do these quarterly and they really do keep your email list really tight. So audit, you have to do regular audits on your list, you know, keep things in check and make sure that your segmentation criteria and the data, everything is really accurate. And you want to analyze the behavior. So again, make sure that you're paying attention to what your audience does. That behavioral analysis really should be a key part of your segmentation strategy. And be flexible, right? Stay flexible. Make sure that you're adapting, you're changing, you're evolving. Nothing is set in stone. If you want to try something new, try something new. And of course, test. Test, refine, repeat. Test, refine, repeat. I can't say that enough. All right, so here is your homework and your action plan for this week on segmenting strategies. I want you to spend just a little bit of time this week taking these few little pieces, putting them into action. You're going to see a big difference in your email list. So first things first, we're going to look at your current email marketing system. You're going to sit down and you're going to write out some goals that you're hoping to achieve with your next set of emails. So whether you have a new product or service that you want to announce, you're hoping to get a boost in sales, or you just want your email list to engage, jot down your goals. Then let's dig into how your subscribers currently behave. Let's look back through your previous campaigns and let's look for some trends. What are your open rates, click-through rates? What is that sweet spot that seems like, hmm, this is where people are clicking? And then craft your next email campaign and use a very personalized subject line. The more action that you can get in the subject line, the better. If you can incorporate their name or any type of relevant details, do that as well. Then set that email campaign up with A-B testing for your segmentation strategy and test the different criteria that you set up. Once the email goes out through your A-B testing to your different segments, come back and analyze the performance. That way you can see, okay, this segment works really well for this. This segment will probably work really well for that. You're going to have to test it, but believe me, once you do, you're going to see your open rates skyrocket. Because another challenge that I see all the time that people do is they send the same email to everyone. And chances are, even if someone is interested in your business, they're probably interested in different parts of your business, different services, different products. So we want to make sure that we're sending emails to them that speak directly to what they want from you. So the more segmenting that you can do, the better. All right. Well, that is what I have for you this week on this episode of Digital Marketing Made Simple. If you sit down and put the action plan into place, I would love to hear how it goes. I would love it. Shoot me a message on social media. Schedule a call. I would just love to hear how your open rates skyrocket once you start segmenting that list. All right. Well, I'll see you next time. Have a great week.
0: See you soon.